G'day Port Church, I want to welcome you to our Port Church Messages Online. We've decided due to the coronavirus situation that we're going to give you a message three times a week and even a worship set occasionally just to come and support you and encourage you during this difficult and troubling time. We really pray and hope that this, these messages will help us move forward together and keep us going in the same direction. Really hope you enjoy it and get a lot out of it. God bless. Welcome to our very first Portraits message online. We're really glad you could come and join us and we hope and pray that these messages will be a huge encouragement to you in this difficult time. Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you for today. I thank you that we still have the opportunity to connect with each other even when all this other stuff is going on in our world. I pray that you would come and speak into our hearts and really encourage us to be everything you have called us to be. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, our world is going through one of its most significant crises in modern history. COVID-19, or coronavirus as they call it, is affecting every facet of our everyday lives. And it's showing us the best and worst in people, and the church is not immune to this either. Like the world, the church is facing one of its most significant and biggest challenges in its history. We as the Port Church and the Church of God is in for one of its biggest challenges. And I also believe, though, that it's not all doom and gloom. But in front of us, we have an incredible opportunity at this time. And in this new normal, it's an opportunity for the church to become something even greater and even better. Maybe this whole situation will be the best thing that's happened to the church in years. At the Port Church, we have always loved to declare that we are a church without walls, that we love God, love each other, and love the community we live in. But the reality is that with COVID-19, that we are being challenged to not just preach this message, but to put it into action. In other words, we are to practice what we preach. And this is more important now than it's ever been. What does that mean for us as a church? It means that we are not solely defined by what goes on within the walls of this church. It means that the Port Church is not just a style of worship. It's not just a type of preaching. And it's not even defined by the programs that we run. But the true definition of who we are as a church is you and me, the people, and how we live our lives every day and everywhere we go. How we live our lives outside the walls of this building. For too long we have relied upon what happens here on a Sunday and we have relied on too, many, too few to do what too many should be doing. You see, in God's kingdom, as followers of Jesus, he commands all of us to extend his kingdom. He commands all of us to live lives that truly reflect who he is and what he has called us to do. You see, it's not just my job as the pastor or the leadership team's job or even the volunteer's job. It's all of our job to extend God's kingdom in our world. You see, the biggest challenge in today's church is not COVID-19 or coronavirus. The, the truth is coronavirus and COVID-19 has revealed to us one of the biggest, biggest problems 
of the modern church. And that problem is that we have become too dependent upon buildings and meetings and styles of worship to help us build our Christianity. And we've become so reliant on these things that we have forgotten what it means to be a community. This is very evident in the way we describe a church gathering. When people come into the church and, and come into a church meeting, what, how do we describe them? We describe them as a congregation. But God never called us to be a congregation. And a congregation isn't a community. A congregation is simply a gathering of people together. But a community is so much more, of, more than that. And God has called us to be a community. The Bible explains this so powerfully when he, God describes his, the Christian community as his family. And the most powerful illustration or description of his family is that he describes us as the body of Christ, that the church is called to be the body of Christ. Paul describes this so powerfully in Ephesians 4, 1 to 6. I want to read it for you. Paul says, Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling. For you have been called by God. What have we been called to do? He goes on to describe, he tells us, always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God, the Father, who is over all and in all and living through all. We are not called to be a congregation because a congregation is not a community. But God is calling us to something deeper, to something greater. He has called us to be a part of his body as this verse describes. When God describes his church as his body, he's calling us to community. And community is so much more than just a meeting. It's all about connection and support and unity and commitment to each other to what God has called us to do. We see a great practical example of this in the early church. And I want to read you a description of the early church from Acts 3, verse 32. It says there, Now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own. And they had everything in common. Doesn't that sound like community? And with great power, it goes on to say, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them. For as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to each as any had need. 
What a powerful illustration of community. And why don't, but why don't we see that type of community in the modern church? Why don't we see it more even in the port church? There are a lot of reasons I believe we don't see this type of community, but today I want to focus on two mindsets in our world and even in the church that stop us seeing community like they did in the early church. The first thing I would like us to focus on is the mindset of individualism. Individualism says, I will get what I need out of the world or out of life. I will, in, that, in the church context, the people will come saying, I will get what I want out of church. I want a certain type of worship. I want a certain type of preaching. I want the church to help me and do stuff for me. But this is not what God ever intended the church to be. The church has always been about others. It's all of, always been about being outward focused and looking to help those in need. It's never been about me. It's always been about others. Jesus is the powerful example of this. When he came to this world, he came to serve, not to be served. He came to help others. And his, body, his body's purpose is to do exactly the same thing. The other mindset that is an obstacle for the church to find community is the mindset of tribalism. Tribalism says, I will only mix with those who are like me. And we see this across the whole church uh, community where people only gathers with those who are of the same mindset as them. They are of the same political persuasion or the same um, lifestyle persuasion and they won't mix with others who are different from them. But Jesus never destined the church to be like that. Jesus came, the Bible says in Ephesians, he came to break down divisions. He came, down, came to bring an end to boundaries and differences. That there is no male or female. There is, there is no Jew or Gentile. There is none of those differences, no slave or free in God's kingdom. We are all the same and we need to understand that the thing that unites us is Jesus. It's not about our differences, it's about what we have in common. And the one thing we all have in common is Jesus. It's not about the political party you follow or the amount of money that you have in your bank. It's about Jesus. And so if we're going to be strive for community, we need to overcome these obstacles of individualism and tribalism. How do we overcome them? Well, the early church shows us very clearly how we can overcome them and develop a community amongst us. I want to share with you quickly three things that help us overcome these mindsets and develop community within our church. And it's very important for us to grab hold of these in this time of coronavirus. The first thing I want us to understand is that we need to understand that we are all equal in God's kingdom. God doesn't have favorites. We are all equal and he has called us all the same into his kingdom. As it says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We're all in the same boat. We're all sinners. We all have problems and we all make mistakes. But God has called us in equally no matter who we are or what we've done. And this is the one amazing thing about coronavirus that it's taught us is that we are all equal. That all of us can catch it. That no one, it's not uh, a respecter of any persons. That we're all susceptible. 
And so let, let that be a reminder to us as the church that we're all equal and that God sees us all the same and he loves us all the same and accepts us all the same. And so we should do the same with each other. The second thing we need to understand is that we're all in this together. And not only that, we all have something to give. And the church is strongest when we're all giving what God has given us to give. You see, as a church community, and to become a community, we need to understand that each of us has something to contribute. We have something to give to this situation. Each one of you, no matter how old you are, or how young, or whether you're male or female, or rich or poor, no matter what social background you come from, you have something to give. And you have something to give into this community. And I want to encourage you at this time to consider what can I give? And the last thing that we need to develop and understand is that it's all about relationship. Christianity, the kingdom of God, is all about relationship. We talk about this a lot in church. It's not about religion. We're not about religion, but we are about a relationship with God. But now is the time to practice this like never before. That God is about relationship with us and we should be about relationship with him, but relationship with each other. It's not about religion, it's about relationship. It's not about ritual, it's about relationship. It's about people, not programs. It's about us drawing together and understanding that we need relationship. I read that verse in Ephesians, everything Paul encouraged the church to do involved relationship. He said, always be humble and always be gentle. He says, be patient with each other. It's about relationship. Make allowance for each other, for each other's faults, because of your love. It's all about relationship. If we're going to be ha having community, it simply means loving God and loving each other together. There is no greater way to affect the culture we live in today and our culture with each other by understanding we need to go through this together. Community, community is understanding the power of God to live together. God designed you to have relationship with him, but relationship with him is best enjoyed when it is shared with each other. Jesus describes it this way in John 13, verses 34 to 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. If I can encourage you today, and at this time in our society, it's time to develop community like never before. It's time to strive for community and oneness and unity together like never before. We need to look out for each other like never before. We need to be calling each other and, and supporting each other like never before. We need to be praying together like never before. Tonight at 6 p.m. we're going to have a live broadcast where we're going to have a Q&A session where you can come and bring your questions and we can discuss and talk about what I've shared today. I'd love you to even bring ideas and thoughts about how we can better develop community in this time. To help you do that, I'm going to leave you with three questions that you can reflect upon and consider at this time.
The first one is, what am I doing to promote community right now? What am I doing to promote community right now? The second one is, how do I respond when I hear about someone else's need? How do I respond when I hear about someone else's need? And the last one is, how can I be the church in this new world? Remember I said, the definition of the church is you and me. You and me living out our lives to, to the glory of God. So how can I be the church in this new world? Don't forget tonight's Q&A at 6 p.m. I'd love you to come and join us and ask questions and talk and bring your ideas because it's going to be great. Thank you for listening today. I just want to close in prayer and encourage you to keep pressing on in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Lord God, I thank you for this time to be able to share. I pray for each person out there and that you know that some have great needs and have great things in front of them that they're struggling with and difficulties and challenges. I pray that you would be with them right now. Come and bring strength to their situation. For those who are sick in body, come and bring healing. For those who are struggling in other areas, whether it's in their anxiety or, or other mental health issues, God, I pray that you would come and bring peace to them. Bring peace to us and let us know and have a strength and a courage that we can keep pressing forward in these difficult times because you are with us. In Jesus' name.